Hello, and welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on breathing and movement. So today I get into the office, start the Keurig, and looking at Facebook, and I'm realizing people really don't have a flipping clue and I mean educated doctors, psychologists, medical doctors, on vital statistics. Vital statistics. And they're vital because they have to do with what government would use for economic planning, public health planning, um, tracking diseases, tracking uh, changes in the community. It's the important things that government has to do, protecting us, um, building an economy and a lifestyle for us, at least in America, that's how we see it, of what our government's for. And what blows my mind, and I'm gonna deal with Minnesota mainly because that's what I study. I don't try to study the whole USA. Um, It's amazing how they can hoodwink The average citizen, and I mean like 80, 90% of Minnesotans are just flipping, hoodwinked, bamboozled. They are totally led astray, um, mainly because they can't read a damn Excel spreadsheet or a PDF. So, and they don't even understand how Minnesota works, how humanity works, how biology works. Meaning in Minnesota, we have about 40,000 deaths. Let me back up and let me, let me explain vital statistics. Let me just back up. You know, vital statistics, and I'm just reading from a definition, is accumulated data, data gathered on live births, deaths, fetal deaths, marriages, and divorces. The most common way of collecting information on events is through civil registration and administration system used by governments to record vital events which occur in populations. And then most public health officials look at, you know, uh, the deaths and they figure out, okay, how much was caused by, you know, cervical cancer, breast cancer, prostate cancer, how many from heart attacks, how many from strokes. How many from upper respiratory infections? How many from lower respiratory infections? How many from flu? And they divide that up if they can get that information. Every state's different. Every county's different. A lot of counties are in charge of vital statistics. When you have a baby, your birth certificate comes from the county. I know mine comes from the um, Virginia, but it's from the county. They had to go to the county to get it. Everyone's different. Every state's different, excuse me, but they have to keep vital statistics. That's how they know how many people live there and, you know, what's going on in their community. Well, in Minnesota, in an average year, and I'm just looking back at the last 10 years pre-COVID, so 2018 to 2008, you know, on average, we have 36,000 to 40,000 deaths a year. Yes, that's year in, year out. That's about 110 deaths per day normally in Minnesota. Now, of course, most of these people were from quote-unquote old age. But what is dying from old age? It's usually heart failure, um, upper respiratory infections is the big one, some lower respiratory infections. And we need to get a handle on all these numbers 
People were freaking out. 10 people died of COVID. 20 people died of COVID. 30 people died of COVID today. It's it's gone a dark day for the pandemic, I heard on the news today. I almost threw up in my mouth. People, just because someone is 70 years old, has heart failure, respiratory failure, and because their immune system suppressed, they pick up a bug and they happen to do a COVID test and they have COVID-19, but they die from respiratory or heart failure that they had before, it's not a COVID death. They just happen to have this virus, which is a cold, okay? Cold for most of us. Now, yes, we I already discussed and how the spikes kind of confuse things the way they hook up to the ACE2 receptors um, can really screw up our immune system if you have a screwed up immune system beforehand understand that but it's usually for 65 70 80 90 100 year old people and the flu would do the same thing to put them at high risk but the flu's been around longer so our immune systems have slowly picked up some uh, resistance to it or some T-cell potentiation, not antibodies. The antibodies only last six months. You guys already know that. Get your vaccination. You'll have to get it twice a year. And that's only for your B-cell immunity, which is one-third your immune system. You guys want to go on one-third, go for it. I'm not living on one-third of life. Most of you guys live on one-third of life. So anyway, um, what blows my mind is that they're throwing these numbers out like, like these are horrible. People die, okay? We don't live forever. And in a state of however million we have in Minnesota, you have 110 deaths on average every day. Now, 40,000 deaths a year. We also have 40, 45,000, 50,000 live births. Guess what? And we have people that move in. So in Minnesota, we're positive. Our population's growing. Okay, our population is growing. That's important to understand how this works. Vital statistics. So, you know, for every, say, one death, there's 1.25, I think, um, either births or immigrations or people moving over from Wisconsin. Though I think most Minnesotans are moving to South Dakota and Wisconsin now. They're going the other way, trying to get out of Dodge. But if you look at this, you have to understand, okay, then how many people die of respiratory infections, of the symptoms from COVID-19? Ready for this? Dozens every day before COVID, 2018 before. Respiratory infections are what kill old people. Now, whether it's the flu, rhinovirus, or as you know, COVID OC43, COVID 296E, which is a um, those two COVIDs, they cause, what, 15% of all the upper respiratory infections in the world? Not even talked about in the news. Not even talked. Nobody talks about OC43. Poor guy. Those cause, they are, they are the really bad, hacky, dry cold. Cough, cold did you get? Oh, you've ever had that? Yes. And a cold that lasted weeks and weeks before COVID? That was OC43 or maybe 296E, but most likely OC43. It's a COVID. Nobody talks about it. It wasn't rhinovirus. Rhinovirus is that three-day cold stuff we get. Well, Fred, why do we keep getting colds and not build up uh, antibodies? Why do you only need to, why can't you just get a cold once and be immune the rest of your life? Because 
a lot of them are, you know, RNA viruses. And guess what? Our bodies don't hold the antibodies long because biology, life, God, evolution, whatever you want to say is smart and efficient. Why would you ever want to spend all that energy and efficiency and resources on something that's non-lethal? You don't. Your body doesn't. Your body knows how to prioritize. We call that innate intelligence. But your body knows how to prioritize, which means you're going to only hold antibodies for six months. Your T-cell potentiation should be six months to a year. I've seen some research saying it's only six months. I don't believe so. But again, that's why every time OC43 comes by, you get a little cold. Now, every time you get it, it's a little less. But you always have those people that say, I always get one cold every winter. Yeah, I don't think it's rhino. I think that's OC43 most of the time, that nasty, hacky, dry cough. So now that you've been educated a little bit, start looking at vital statistics. Do the flipping math yourself. Go in there and find out. Someone had said to me, well, there's all these deaths. We have 2,000 deaths in Minnesota. Uh-huh, and it's almost been a year. And in an average year, we have 1,000 to 2,000 deaths due to respiratory infections in this, in this state. Yes, one out of 20 deaths um, every day, day in, day out, Minnesota, year in, year out, are due to you know upper respiratory, lower respiratory infections. What does that mean? Do the damn math. You're going to get 5 to 30 to 40 people dying every day, day in, due to respiratory infections, usually the elderly, with a weaker immune system. So what does that mean? I want to know what COVID-19 is really doing. I don't want hype. I am not a denier. I'm a science guy. I don't want people to tell me, oh, it's so horrible. It's not if it's only killing the elderly. It's not a horrible virus if you have to take a test to find out you have it. Asymptomatic carrier. Then that means it's not a horrible virus. If it's a horrible virus like the flu, everyone who got infected with it would have symptoms and pathology. That's the definition of horrible, you idiots. Oh, my God. What it is horrible for is people with jacked up ACE2 receptors overweight, high blood pressure, sounding like they're all on ACE inhibitors, right? And the elderly, we need to know why. We're finding out why. They're usually vitamin D deficient. There's plenty of studies out there. In fact, they're giving vitamin D away right now in the UK. Today, there's Monday, they're starting to give vitamin D supplements to people for free in the United Kingdom, England, because they, the studies are showing that it helps fight off COVID or prevent it. So what are we learning? It makes sense. If you're in a nursing home, you don't get any sunlight. They don't take you outside to sun you. You're not eating well at all. You're not getting any vitamin D. You probably haven't gotten any vitamin D for 10 or 15 years before you ended up in the nursing home. Your immune system sucks. It's compromised. Just being elderly and especially in the upper Midwest, living in Minnesota where no one sticks their head outside or takes a damn vitamin D supplement. So take your zinc, take your vitamin D supplements, get a multivitamin, get 100 grams of protein, eat fresh fruits and vegetables, and get outside in the sun and get enough sleep and don't smoke or drink. And your immune system within 90 days will be a rock star because 
We're designed to be rock stars. We're designed to be winners. That's called natural selection. We're the top of the food chain, folks. So what's this mean? Well, you got to be careful to what you listen to. I had a friend who uh, had a little spinal infection in his back, and he ended up, you know, going in to get it fixed after his all post-surgery, and he went, popped a positive COVID test. They put him on the COVID floor. He said it was about one-third floor full, and he had a whole room to himself, two beds. It wasn't packed. He expected people to be stacked up in the hallways the way the media is describing it. And I just watched that on Channel 5 this morning. And he was in there last weekend. So be careful of who you're talking to and what, you're fi- and what you believe. Do the math yourself. Get a calculator. Start looking at the vital statistics. I'm in Minnesota for Minnesota. I also looked at the ones for the United States. Did you know 2.8 million people die year in, year out? Year in, year out in this country. 2.8 million how many of those you doing the math in your head already oh you should be smiling pissed off how many of those are elderly people who die of rest i'm saying i'm thinking pre-covid now 2018 and before if we have 2.8 million people who normally die year in year out old age cancer heart attacks everything suicide how many of those are respiratory infections that they don't even check for the cause like COVID OC 43 because hey it's not flu they're 80 years old they have a DNR order yeah they have a respiratory infection keep them comfortable until they pass on that's what we're doing start learning the statistics sitting on a magic dot sticker circle glued onto Walmart six feet apart is not going to save lives. It's ridiculous. What will save lives is being smart with your hygiene, and that does include wearing a mask if you're sick or you're around someone who's compromised. But hygiene, that's called hygiene. Having good hygiene, washing your hands, washing your eyes, gargling. There's There's studies out there saying gargling, and I do it four times a day and always do it through cold and flu season to clean out the oral pharynx, you know, helps lower viral load and you won't get it. Load your vitamin D, get some sunshine, get some sleep, stop smoking and drinking, get away from fast food, start eating real food, and don't live in fear. If you walk around in fear, you raise your cortisol level and your immune system freezes. And then bad things can happen. You live in fear, you get sick. Well, Fred, it's scary out there. Now, that's one way to look at it. Other way to look at it, this is a challenge to clean up your act, to become a better person, to cook for your family, to connect with people, become stronger physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. It's 2020. We have the knowledge. There's no secrets on how to improve yourself and get rid of those weaknesses. So when this does come for you or your family, you can say, oh, I got a scratchy throat or I'm asymptomatic because I built myself up stronger. And you can help your neighbor do the same thing. If you make a good dinner and it's organic and vegetables, why don't you deliver it to them? That builds up the immune system and connection. 
start a garden, fresh foods. You know what? It's all about reading vital statistics and understanding the numbers they're giving you. And if you read those PDFs, you're going to be shocked that the needle really hasn't moved much. Is this really a pandemic or are we just relabeling one respiratory infection for another? I guarantee, I'll give you the keys to my car, that when we do vital statistics for 2019, the overall death rate for this country is going to drop. Now, a lot of that's because we stayed in, but COVID-19 actually saved lives. We won't be at 2.8 million. We'll be lower. Then how do you handle that if you're a government, if you're actually lowering the mortality rate because of a virus? Kind of silly, isn't it? And this has been another fact podcast. 